With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour one. Hello, America. It's Eric Erickson here. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show. The phone number 877-973-7425. We have some breaking news happening right now. The Speaker of the House of Representatives, Kevin McCarthy, just held a press conference. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today... I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the President would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer, at the Committee on Oversight, in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan for Judiciary Committee, and Chairman Jason Smith on Ways and Means. Now, I do not make this decision lightly. And regardless of your party or who you voted for, these facts should concern all Americans. That's Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House, just a few minutes ago declaring there would be an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Now I'm going to have to record this monologue and push it out to Substack subscribers later and because we got all sorts of stuff to digest in this. Coming to you from my flagship studio in Atlanta. I don't have my fancy camera set up, so I got to set my laptop up and record this. Let me explain to you what's going on with Kevin McCarthy here. This isn't actually about convicting Joe Biden in an impeachment. In fact, they, they don't have the votes they barely have the votes to hold a formal impeachment uh, vote. They, they, in fact, they can't do an impeachment vote here. You don't have Ken Buck right now. You don't have Don Bacon. That's two of the four Republicans. You can only lose four Republicans. You may get to them, but what this impeachment inquiry does is it allows a deeper investigation by being a formal impeachment inquiry. They up their subpoena power, what they can go after. Remember, the White House handed over some documents Uh, related to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's correspondence, and those documents redacted key information. Well, now with an impeachment inquiry, they're going to get those redactions taken away and see what was actually said, or at least they'll fight for it because the courts are more lenient in an impeachment inquiry. But don't fool yourself here, and this is the important part. Don't fool yourself here. Nothing's going to come of this. Joe Biden will not be convicted in an impeachment. The votes aren't there in the Senate. He might not actually be impeached. The votes aren't there in the House, even with the Republicans right now. They're simply not there. What this actually is, is Kevin McCarthy needs to throw some chum in the water to placate Marjorie Taylor Greene 
and Matt Gates and a few others. He's got to placate them. Matt Gates claims to have the votes uh, in order to contest McCarthy's speakership if he didn't go forward with impeachment. He got bullied into doing this. He, he dragged his feet. The other issue here is that Kevin McCarthy wants to avoid a government shutdown. Now, by starting an impeachment inquiry, he can tell the House conservatives, you've got to go for the, you've got to pass the budget. You can't shut the government down. We are two and a half weeks away from a government shutdown. Uh, all of the scenarios played out right now suggest there will be a government shutdown, except McCarthy threw impeachment into the mix. Now, the House of Representatives and the Senate continue to meet during a government shutdown. However, the executive branch gets shut down, except for critical functions. If you want to do an impeachment inquiry, you want to get people to come testify, and you want to get the federal government, the White House, the executive branch, to hand over critical documents, including the National Archives, that you think are relevant, you can't shut the government down. It'll take longer to get that information. So McCarthy is essentially using impeachment to placate the far right uh, in, on the House Republican conference and to avoid a government shutdown. He can hold this over their heads to Marjorie Taylor Greene, to Matt Gates, and others. You can't shut the government down because I proceeded to an impeachment inquiry, and that's going to mess that up. Now, you got to hear me say this because some people won't want to hear me say this, but I say go for it. You're not actually going to get the impeachment. You're not going to get a conviction, but you might as well have this. The American public is increasingly aware that there's a problem with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's ethics, and the American media has been deeply uncurious about this. You had Philip Bump. Philip Bump is an analyst for The Washington Post. He is a progressive. He defends the left. Uh, he, he goes after the right. He's not objective, even though The Washington Post swears he is. He's not. He is a hardcore progressive. And when confronted in a podcast about Hunter Biden saying he needed to, to pay his dad, Philip Bump was absolutely uncurious, had no idea what, what Hunter Biden was actually suggesting, didn't know, didn't care, wasn't relevant. Uh, when you've got people like that covering for Joe Biden, claiming objectivity, you might as well go out there and get all the dirt and dump it out there. The American people will pay attention to it. Now, the Democrats are saying – well, uh, this guarantees Joe Biden's re-election. No, it doesn't actually guarantee Joe Biden's re-election. Their working theory is that impeachment actually helped Bill Clinton in the 90s. I don't think that's actually the case, particularly given when he was impeached. Uh, I, I don't think that's the case. I don't think it helped the Democrats at all. Uh, I don't really think that Donald Trump's impeachment really hurt Republicans. I don't think the American public care at this point. The American public is so deeply cynical they actually think that, I mean, both sides are going to do this. In fact, I do think, and this is a problem for the Republicans, a lot of voters will say, hey, you know what? I mean, they did this to Donald Trump twice, so this is Republicans. It's a tit for tat. It doesn't really matter. It's no big deal. That's going to be the problem. Republicans are going to have to have some compelling evidence here. Now, privately, a number of Republicans, and if you listen to Ken Buck, he says as much, gives away the game that there's not as much there there as House Republicans would have you believe. The House Republicans believe, believe that there are real evidences of corruption. They don't actually have it. They have hints of it. And to a lot of Republicans behind the scenes, they don't have as much as what they publicly say. So this is essentially a fishing expedition to get what they believe is out there, to reveal what's there publicly. And you do need to understand this. We're all being played Publicly, 
the Republicans in charge of the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden investigations and the like, they are very much publicly braggadocious about all the evidence, all the corruption, all the stuff that's there. Behind the scenes, when they're behind closed doors and they're not fundraising off of you, they're less braggadocious and more circumspect that there are hints, there are strains, there is evidence that suggests there's corruption. There clearly does appear to be money that flowed to the Biden family from uh, foreign governments and the like, but they're not actually as convinced that they have what they think they have. This is a fishing expedition. There is something else here, though, on, on a practical, practical matter. Go ahead and impeach Joe Biden. But the Republicans could actually score real points with the public and put the Democrats in an awkward position if instead of impeaching Joe Biden, they impeached Alexander Mayorkas. Impeach the Secretary of Homeland Security. There's actual real evidence that he lied to Congress about the security of the border. There is real evidence he lied about the containment of the cartels. There is real evidence he lied about things they were doing. Uh, there is real evidence that Alexandra Mayorkas lied to Congress. Not only that, there's real evidence he hasn't done his job securing the border, and this is becoming a huge political liability for the Democrats. You impeach Mayorkas, you put a spotlight on the border at a time Democrats are starting to freak out about the border. You impeach Mayorkas, you put a spotlight on the problems of the cartels. You impeach Mayorkas, you put a, a spotlight on foreign governments sending people across the border into the United States as sleeper cells. All of that information is out there. It's all out there. And Mayorkas has been covering up this information. Mayorkas has not been dealing with the information. If you impeach Joe Biden, you don't impeach Mayorkas because the congressional Republicans don't have the bandwidth to run the government, avoid a shutdown, and do two impeachments at the same time. Impeaching Joe Biden scratches your itch and my itch. We all want Joe Biden impeached. It's payback for what the Democrats did to Trump. There's uh, real allegations that that there's something up there. You've got the Hunter Biden situation. You've got all these things. But it's not going to amount to anything because if you impeach Joe Biden, you're not going to get a conviction in the Senate. If you impeach Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, there's a real chance of either a resignation or a conviction. And even if he resigns, you can continue with the impeachment and force the Senate Democrats into a tricky position. Do they vote for an impeachment of Mayorkas or not? Do they vote to shut this down or not? There are real issues there if they were to pursue Mayorkas. There are real issues there that they could highlight. There are real issues there they could put Democrat against Democrat. There are real issues there where they could turn the, the public towards the Republican side on this. We're not going to turn the overall public to our side on this impeachment with Joe Biden in large part because the public is too cynical to care. The public believes they're all corrupt anyway. The public believes there's real corruption between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden already without an impeachment process. Maybe you'll persuade them more, a, a little more, but not a lot, and you're not going to get the conviction. With Mayorkas, it's a political fight. If they want to do both, do both. They don't have the bandwidth for both, though. I, I just, I, I think there's a lot of evidence of corruption and the media has been completely uncurious about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the corruption ties and the money in the foreign governments. But when I talk to these Republicans behind the scenes, they don't think there's as much there there as they publicly say and as you hear on Fox and Newsmax and the like. But they all believe there's a ton there with Mayorkas. I don't mind them impeaching Joe Biden. Yesterday was 9-11. 
on nine on the twenty second anniversary of nine eleven, Joe Biden decided to give six billion dollars to the Iranians. Joe Biden's national security uh, team decided to praise the Saudi Arabians on nine eleven, the place where all the terrorists came from. On the anniversary of 9-11, Joe Biden lied about his whereabouts on 9-11. He claimed he went to New York the day after uh, uh, 9-11 and 2001. He he lied. He said he was there. He wasn't. He was actually on the floor of the Senate. We know. We have the video evidence of him. We have the video evidence of him giving a speech. We know these things. He lied about these things. He lied about that. He gave money to the Iranians. He praised the Saudi Arabians all on 9-11. And then the White House said the reason he didn't participate in celebrations was because no one participated in Pearl Harbor celebrations 22 years after Pearl Harbor, except John F. Kennedy did that summer. He's not governing the country as someone who governs, but as someone who rules. He isn't trying to be empathetic to and lacks the empathy to relate to Americans who are struggling. Go on an impeaching. You're not going to get a conviction. It's not really going to change the underlying dynamics, I don't believe, unless you find a real smoking gun, which doesn't appear to be there. Maybe you'll find it. I think you missed the ball on not impeaching Mayorkas, where there's real evidence of lying to Congress, among other things. But, I mean, I don't care about Joe Biden. Let's go Brandon. People have the the FJB letters out there. I mean, at this point... This man just gave $6 billion to the Iranians who helped the 9-11 terrorists, and he did it on 9-11. Impeach him. I don't care. Just don't expect to get a conviction, and just understand that what you're leaving on the table could actually persuade more Americans to our side if you were willing to go in that direction. But, I mean, that makes too much sense probably for the Republican members of Congress to do. Welcome back. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? Y'all, I, I got to tell you, I am I try to be a fairly reasonable radio show host. I, I try to restrain myself uh, because now, and some of you want more chum of the water. You want the red meat. You, you, you want, you want your itches scratched. You want your ears tickled. And I get that. But I also know there are people who don't share our worldview and politics who listen to the program. And I try to be reasonable and relatable so that they might at least understand how we see the world without being so, um, irascible, so to speak, that, that, they changed the channel. I, I do want them to at least understand us. But y'all, I got to tell you, I am all the way into FJB, let's go Brandon territory on this Iran stuff. I mean, this this is the worst aspect of progressivism in America today. You need to understand the reason Joe Biden is willing to send Iran $6 billion for a prisoner swap and to do it on 9-11, the same, remember, Joe Biden wanted our exit from Afghanistan to conclude on 9-11 as well, rubbing salt in the wounds of Americans. What Joe Biden, what Obama did before him, what Joe Biden does now is this progressive elite worldview that we are not the best. 
We're not the strongest and mightiest, and to the extent that we are, we need to be taken down a peg. That uh, the world would be safer if the United States were not as strong. Decline is a choice. Joe Biden has made the decline, uh, has made the choice to decline. Joe Biden has made the choice to degrade our national security. Joe Biden has made the choice to do these things. And Joe Biden decided to heap insult upon insult upon injury on 9 11 by sending $6 billion to the Iranians. You will recall the 9 11 Commission report found strong evidence the Iranians actually helped the terrorists travel through the Middle East, providing passports and visas for them and safe passage into Afghanistan from the Iranian uh, border in order for them to train. That data is there. That data is there. That evidence is there. And Joe Biden is giving $6 billion for a prisoner swap to the Iranians. I'm trying not to use the word treason because it feels like it to me, but it's it's a policy choice that the president gets to make. But it's a policy choice designed to make America less safe. It's a policy choice to make America de- less stable. It's a policy choice designed to embolden our enemies and strengthen them so that we are not as strong. Because Joe Biden believes in his soul, in his progressive worldview, the world would be better off if we were just one of 198 equal nations. The world will not be better off without America as the leader of the world. He's emboldening China. He's emboldening Iran. How many Americans will die because of Joe Biden's foreign policy? We'll find out. Now, I got to move on from there before my blood pressure gets up and I say things I regret. The Eden Pure engineers have found a way to combine a money saving heater with a massive air circulator that saves you money on your heating and cooling bills. It's the Eden Pure 360 air fan. It's a super powerful heater that pumps large amounts of infrared heat into a room. While also, it's a high volume air circulator to keep you cool in the summer months. Well, it's very quiet. By the way, I can attest to it being quiet because I've been using this thing for a while. In fact, I had one last year. They were going to they were going to sell these last year, but the supply chain problems were so bad they couldn't. But they sent me one, and it was great. I used it on the front porch to blow hot air when it got cool at night, and I've used it to circulate air. They're super cool. They're great. You can get one uh, for a very low rate. By going to EdenPureDeals.com and use the discount code ERIC360, E-R-I-C-K-360, you save over 25% over the lo- off the lowest price listed, plus you get free shipping. It's electric. You plug it into the wall. It can heat up 1,000 square feet, and it also works as a great fan. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the United States of America. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Tim, I want to check in with you because I haven't talked about this yet, and I'm glad you called. Well, thank you so much. I listen to your show every day, and I was almost kind of amazed that you hadn't brought it up yet, but there's been so many things going on. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I want you to know, Tim, okay, so first of all, I I guess we should give away the game of what you're actually calling about before I say this. Go, Go ahead. Well, I was wondering if you had heard about the Fifth Circuit's ruling that the Biden administration violated the First Amendment by its collusion with social media groups, the DOJ, in um, taking away uh, not only the American people's free speech, but doctors who were qualified in the subject of COVID and pretty much ruined their careers. You know, and and this and I guess it's good to see that the Fifth Circuit 
uh, you know, found the way that they did, but this is kind of different in the um, student loan thing where he can just go end around, but he certainly can't end around the First Amendment, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, to my point, I have literally had this in the show notes every day since it happened, and there's just been so much immediate news. I was like, I'll get to it later. I'll get to it later. So (laughs) you have now forced me to talk about it, and I'm glad you did. Uh, For those of you who don't know what Tim is talking about, this was a case brought by the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri against the federal government and the Biden administration in particular, alleging collusion with social media companies to censor individuals. So a private company like Twitter— is allowed to suppress speech because the First Amendment doesn't apply to private companies. It applies to the government. So if they want to do this, they get to do this, and and there's nothing you can do about it. However, if the federal government induces a private company to censor, then the private company is operating as a proxy to the federal government, and it is a First Amendment violation. And there has been enough evidence for the Fifth Circuit to conclude the Biden administration did, in fact, uh, induce and encourage and incentivize and bully social media companies, Google through YouTube and Twitter and Facebook, into censoring individuals during COVID who expressed views that were heterodox to the prevailing consensus and thereafter sparked a ton of conspiracy theories because of it. By doing this, what the Biden administration did was get social media companies to shut up doctors who were, for example, suggesting that there was a growing body of evidence that masks weren't going to work on COVID to keep you from getting it, and then a growing body of evidence that masks may not be as effective in keeping other people from getting COVID because, for example, the primary research that one of the bits of research that was censored is people were not getting COVID in grocery stores. People weren't getting COVID out in public. Where were people getting COVID? Family gatherings where they weren't going to wear masks. That was primary bit of evidence. We talked about it on this program, but Twitter didn't want you to talk about it. There's a lot of evidence that uh, the, the, the virus from Wuhan came from a lab, and they pressured the social media companies to silence that. By the way, that reminds me, there's some breaking news It happened. In fact, it's gotten buried, and we're going to get into this here in the next hour, but I'll just tell you, the House um, Committee on a Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has released a letter that there is a highly credible whistleblower who alleges the Central Intelligence Agency financially rewarded six analysts in order for them to change their stories. They had concluded that COVID came from the lab. And they were given financial incentives to change their story to say it came from the wet market. A whistleblower who is credible and has served multi-year, multiple years at the CIA with a distinguished record has come forward and said this is the case. We don't know who the whistleblower is. We'll get into this a little bit. But, yeah, the, the Biden administration was censoring people. And I suspect if they could, they would censor people about the border as well. Ron DeSantis is beginning to raise the issue of terror and the border. It's an issue he knows about. DeSantis, at the gathering last month, was talking about 
the number of Chinese people who hired speedboats in the Bahamas and ran them ashore in Florida and escaped. Some were caught. They claimed to be illegal aliens looking for asylum in the country. Some disappeared. On the 22nd anniversary, this is from the Washington Examiner, of the 9-11 terror attacks, Governor DeSantis said the threat of foreign terrorism still exists on U.S. soil due to a lack of security at the southern border. Putting a spotlight on current problems surrounding illegal immigration, the Republican presidential candidate told the Washington Examiner he believes the border crisis has made us more vulnerable to a terrorist attack. I think there's a good bet that somebody that's come across the southern border will commit an act of terrorism, he said. He noted that people from countries across the globe have been apprehended at the U.S.-Mexico border. 9-11 was in part an immigration issue. A lot of these guys should not have been in the country, had overstayed visas and whatnot. In the early morning of September 11, 2001, 19 al-Qaeda-affiliated radical Islamic terrorists took over four commercial airlines, crashing two of the World Trade Center's Twin Towers, one in the Pentagon, and another in a field in Pennsylvania as passengers fought back. The attacks resulted in the deaths of 2,977 people, making it the largest loss of life ever on American soil from a foreign attack. You should note, Ron DeSantis joined the military because of 9-11. He went to boot camp and in 2004 earned a commission into the Navy as a JAG officer. He worked at Guantanamo Bay, and he deployed to Iraq, where he served as an advisor to the Navy SEAL commander. He supported SEAL missions in Fallujah and Ramadi in an Anbar province. He was decorated with the Bronze Star for meritorious service and the Iraq Campaign Medal. He says that the 9-11 attacks really changed his worldview and, and how he saw the world around him. And he's deeply worried about security at the southern border Secretary Mayorkas continues to insist that the Biden border policies are working, even as New York's mayor, Eric Adams, is complaining about uh, the, the overrun of illegals in New York. First and foremost, we're dealing with a broken immigration system, a fact about which everyone agrees. It is one of the rare things about which there's unanimity of views. And we need Congress to act, number one. Number two... Within that broken immigration system, we are challenged by an unprecedented level of displacement in the Western Hemisphere of historic proportions. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work, which is to build lawful pathways for individuals to arrive in a safe and orderly way and to deliver consequences for those who don't meet them. We are working very closely with the city of New York. That was uh, Mayorkas on Sunday. Uh, This is him yesterday in response to Eric Adams warning the migrant crisis will destroy New York. I would say the the following. First and foremost, we're dealing with a broken immigration system, a fact about which everyone agrees. It is one of the rare things about which there's unanimity of views. And we need Congress to act, number one. Number two, within that broken immigration system, We are challenged by an unprecedented level of displacement in the Western Hemisphere of historic proportions. We have responded with a model approach that has proven to work, which is to build lawful pathways for individuals to arrive in a safe and orderly way and to deliver consequences for those who don't meet them. Right. Y'all. Do you know that the cartels are hiring Americans? 
not just to run drugs, but to run human trafficking victims. In Louisiana, a grandmother and her grandson were killed when an employee of the cartels fled from the police and in a high-speed chase collided with the grandmother and the grandson, killing them instantly. In Texas, a cartel employee who is an American citizen, a white American citizen helping the Mexican drug cartels, was arrested hauling human trafficking victims in the back of a U-Haul truck. These people had paid money to come to this country where they were going to, they think, work in agriculture. And instead, they were going to be sex slaves to people in the United States. That happened. These things happen. We have stopped Russians and Chinese and Afghans and Iranians and Iraqis and more at the border. And those are the ones we stop. There are gotaways, and we don't know how many there are. New York Mayor Eric Adams says New York City can't handle 10,000 migrants a month right now. The Border Patrol's Tucson, Arizona sector just handled 11,000 in a week. It's just one of nine sectors along the southern border. Sanctuary cities get a tiny fraction of what's coming across the border, according to Bill Malugan at Fox News. Last week, there were 10,700 apprehensions, 526 rescues, nine human smuggling events, five narcotics events, and five firearms seized. What are those nine human smuggling events? They were trying to smuggle people into this country, human trafficking victims. Five narcotic events. They, they, They detained people bringing drugs into the country five times last week. 526 rescues, those are the rescues from those nine human smuggling events of people being trafficked into this country for sex and other things. And Eric Adams says he can't handle 10,000 a month. This is what that one sector has been doing a week. And the Biden administration continues to say that it's that they're doing okay, the border is secure. It's not secure. Mayorkas should be impeached. He should be impeached. The fear Republicans have of impeaching Mayorkas is that they'll get someone worse. If they impeach Mayorkas, they'll wind up getting someone worse than Mayorkas. That's their fear. The Biden administration is all but telling them that, which is absurd. Go on and impeach him. The man's been lying to Congress. And by the way, this issue is blowing up in Democrats' faces. You, This is an issue where the Democrats are fighting each other. It was genius for Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis to start bussing migrants out of Texas and dropping them off in Martha's Vineyard in New York City and elsewhere because it's highlighted how these sanctuary cities didn't want to actually be sanctuary cities. They just wanted to lecture the rest of us. They wanted to be sanctimonious. This is dividing Democrats. This issue divides Democrats. Republicans should be seizing on it. That they're not just shows you how... It becomes the stupid party so often. I don't want you to be stupid. I want you to save some money as you're shipping packages, as holiday season arrives. Y'all, I'm really, really delighted to have Stamps.com be a part of the program because I've used them for years. One of the reasons I've used them is no lines. I don't have to stand in line when I go to UPS or the post office. In fact, you can get huge carrier discounts up to 84% off USPS and UPS rates 
and find the cheapest and fastest shipping options. You get access to the post office and UPS services you need right from your computer or your mobile device anytime, day or night. You don't have lines. You don't have traffic. You don't have to wait. When you're running low on supplies, you can order them from Stamps.com. they got a great supply store. I actually bought a little thermal printer. And this little thermal printer can print out my labels for uh, UPS and the post office, and I stick them right on the package. I got a little digital scale from Stamps.com. I can measure the package, know how much it weighs. I go to Stamps.com. I put all the information in, and zoop, it prints the pr- – it's so easy. I never have to stand in line anymore. I never stand in line, and I got everything that I need right on my computer. Over a million businesses use Stamps.com. It's so easy to use. It's so good. Sign up today. Use my name, Eric. There's a microphone on the site. You go to stamps.com. You'll see a microphone in the upper right corner. Click it. Put in Eric. You get a four-week trial, free postage, a free digital scale. Here's the thing. Listen to this. There's no long-term commitment here. There is no contract to sign. You use them. You print your labels. You're going to love it. You will keep coming back. I have for years used to print out stamps. Now I print out the package labels for the post office and UPS, and I save a lot of money in the process. It's stamps.com, four-week trial, free postage, free digital scale, no long-term commitments, no contracts. Click on the microphone, put in Eric, E-R-I-C-K. Get started today with stamps.com. You can thank me later. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan Nationwide. They can help your business grow. If you're buying a franchise, you're expanding a franchise, you're buying a building, you're building a building, you see opportunity to grow And banks are giving you a hard time. They got their heads down. They're not sure what to do in the economy. This is when First Liberty shines. First Liberty has been doing these sorts of deals, helping small businesses become big businesses since the early 90s. The Frost family, they're friends of mine, good people, and they know how to help businesses. Wherever you are in the nation, if you're in Des Moines, Iowa listening right now, they might be able to help your business. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's their website. You can get their contact info, spend 10 minutes with them, see if they're a fit for you, you for them. They're in Noonan, Georgia, but they help businesses coast to coast. FirstLibertyGA.com. FirstLibertyGA.com. Now, I I, I gotta I, I gotta say something. I'm I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I'm not sure I should. So, you know, I, I'm I'm trying to, to get in shape and lose weight. I've been going to the gym. I've been working with a trainer for a couple of years, taking it more and more seriously over time, doing the whole macros, eating gobs, obscene amounts of protein, losing weight, building muscle. Well, you know, I forgot. Yesterday was 9-11, and you know what these CrossFit places do. They've got, like, memorial workouts. Like, the the Memorial Day workout is is god-awful. Well, they had the 9-11 workout yesterday. Y'all, I have parts of my body that I didn't know existed, and I only know they exist because they hurt. I mean, they hurt. Sitting down hurts. Standing up hurts. Laying down hurts. Thinking hurts. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. I had to row 2,001 meters, and then I had to throw a 30-pound medicine ball in the air 11 times and jump up two feet, two and a half feet. I think they, they raised me on the box. It was higher than normal. Had to do that 11 times, nine rounds of that. And that was a far better exercise than what many people had to do yesterday. I just was one-on-one with the trainer, was running late, so he modified. It, I, y'all, I hurt. I don't like this whole memorial exercise thing. It's like they have one for the 12 days of Christmas, and it is as bad as you can think. Like, let's do 
11 burpees. Now let's do like 12 push-ups and then 11 burpees and then 10 and then 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4. It's, it's awful. It's, it's why do people pay for other people to do this to them? I don't know. And I honestly, the reason I pay someone is because I otherwise wouldn't go to the gym. I got to have some level of accountability. I got to pay somebody and show up because if I just paid for the gym, I've done that. And then I was like, eh, I'll go tomorrow. And tomorrow never comes. And so I don't go. And then I get fat and lazy. My wife is doing the strongman competition in Woodstock, Georgia, at the end of October. She's training to pull a UPS truck. It's like 18,000 pounds. She's training to pull a UPS truck and carry heavy objects. Strongman competition. And the downside is, y'all, I mean, like I went with her to the gym the other day, and she was carrying these 70-pound kettlebells around the gym. It was like she had to do a loop holding two 70-pound kettlebells. And I picked them up, and I'm like, yeah, I'll put them up for her. They, they were heavy. I was like, oh, my gosh, now I've got to, like, i got to keep going to the gym. I've got to make sure I can always lift heavier than her. This is the worst thing about her doing strongman is that I've got to keep going to the gym to make sure that I'm always outpacing her because I don't want her to actually get stronger than me. I don't like her strongman competitions, I've decided, because it means i got to go exercise more because I can't have her deadlifting more than me. And she's going to get close if I don't go, and that just means the pain the pain. Thank goodness for the Georgia Spa Company. I I, I have that, that uh, hot tub, the hot springs uh, spa. I got in there last night. That sucker massaged all my muscles. I sat in there for an hour watching that Jets game, which was a fantastic Jets game. Can't let my wife get the better of me when it comes to lifting weights, though. That's the downside of all of this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.